All right, so welcome back. Uh, I'm Anthony. And I'm Colette. And, and this, this is Long Story, Story Short. Short. The podcast that is whatever you want it to be and comes out every other Wednesday. Or whenever we feel like it. So uh, a lot has happened since the last time we recorded this. Uh, James Charles has uh, been dethroned. And Anthony still doesn't have a job. Yikes. So what else has happened recently? Uh, we actually just came back from Las Vegas. Did we? We did. Oh, shit, girl. Oh, shit. You want to talk about mothers. (laughs) So while we were in Vegas, I'd say that we did a lot and also don't remember a lot. True. Yes, I will agree. Um, so I will admit that the Las Vegas trip that we had was one of the most fun trips I've ever had but one of the least organized that I've ever done. It was so unorganized. So unorganized. I wanted to die. I had the time of my life. We almost died on Fremont Street. We almost died on Fremont. Fremont was scary. I wanted to stay and watch the the performers, but Anthony was like, nope, let's get out of here. I'm Uh, scared. Colette thought that the golden nugget was an actual golden nugget. I did! Okay, no one ever told me that the nugget wasn't a nugget. Why would I think any different? Why would I think that it was a place? I. But the thing is, is that most people, common knowledge, Golden Nugget is an actual thing. I don't know how you thought it was not. It's a classic mix-up. <laughs> it's a classic mix-up. Classic mix-up. Okay, did you ever watch the movie Looney Tunes, but like the live-action version of Looney Tunes? No. No? Okay. So I think that's how I learned that the Golden Nugget was an actual casino, because Yosemite Sam, in that movie, owned the Golden Nugget. Oh. So the duck may swim on the lake. But my daddy owns the the lake. lake. And that's our favorite life reference from Holes. Speaking of Holes, Anthony was trying to get his stuff on the strip. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you the amount of times that I tried to go and hook up with a guy, but by the time I got to their room, they were asleep. I waited five fucking minutes for them to say something. What an answer. Then I would go back to my room, then get a fucking message being like, hey, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm asleep, do you want to come back over? No, motherfucker, I already spent 15 minutes of fucking walking to your fucking hotel, because we were in a central location, but every other person who can't afford the places that we can oh, <laughs> have to live farther off down on the strip, so it was very difficult. Um, and then, one of the situations turned into a date, and it was so awkward, and I had to have Colette help me. Yeah, I, I called him, and I was like, hey, our friend's lost. I need you to come. Uh, and he was like, he was like, where? And I was like, we're, we're at the Bellagio. I lost her in the fountain. Come over here ASAP. And he said, okay, yeah, I got to go. And he got out of there. So continuing from Colette's point of view, after I got off the phone, I told him, hey, I'm so sorry, you have to leave. You know, one of my friends is missing from our group. The other one can find her. The other one's phone's dead. So I need to go and help him. He goes, no, just stay. Let's go back to my room. I was like, motherfucker, it's been 30 minutes. You took me out for a drink. Then you, I don't know, forgot your car. So then I had to buy the first drinks. And then we bought, you bought the second round of drinks. But I only got one drink versus the two drinks that I got for you. And then I was like, all right, got to go. And he's like, no, just please, let's, let's go back. I'm like, no, my friend's missing. He's like, that's okay. You'll find her eventually. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't think you understand. And I don't know if it was this night or another night. But Anthony had another encounter. Um, he was out super late. I was like, where were you last night? So it was definitely the night before that this incident happened. Um, it was this guy who was at the MGM Grand, I think. Uh, and he said to come on over. It was around 3 a.m. So I went down to see him. 
Um, and then once I got about halfway there, I messaged him like, hey, I'm almost there. Didn't get a response. Messaged him again. Didn't get a response. I was like, fuck, he's asleep. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to walk all the way down there. I'm going to turn around back here. So then I come back. And then there's not a lot of people that are out on the street. Everyone that I've seen is mostly homeless. So I've just been like, okay, you know, we're fine. We're fine. Whatever. And then I see these two girls walking back. And, like, they're really pretty. And, like, they look put together. So I'm just thinking that they're out having a good time. They're probably walking back around Booty Call. Or they were out drinking hella. So as I'm walking, minding my own business, I hear someone, like, say very softly, Hey. And I look, and I see it's the girl that's saying it. So I'm thinking she's probably going to be like, Hey, do you know where this is? Or I don't know where I'm at. Well, well I'm like, Bitch, I don't know either. It's my fucking second night in Las Vegas. I have no idea what's happening. Uh, and But as soon as I look over to her, she goes, hey, baby, where are you going? And immediately I get so uncomfortable. And I'm like, nope. I was like, nope, sorry. And then <laughs> I start power walking and all I hear go, oh, okay. Uh, so I'm almost certain her and her friend were a prostitute. And she was trying to get me to go over because she's like, hey, baby, come over here real quick. And I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. I'm not into that. I'm just trying to get back home because I've had a disappointing night. Speaking of call girls, uh, so this was the first trip that Colette has been on to Vegas that she wasn't in high school and there to watch Chris Angel. First of all, Chris Angel, the show was good, okay? I don't care if I saw the rope that was suspending him from the air. That motherfucker was floating, okay? (laughs) Well, anyway, we were there with our friend Anna, and she is there at least once a month, if not more. Um, And so, (laughs) as we're walking in the street... uh, if you've been to Vegas, there's, you know, gentlemen that are in the middle of the sidewalks who are handing out cards. Um, you don't necessarily see them up until you get the cards. Or when you're walking and you see there's a letter on the ground, it's 95% of the time they're cards. But our friend Anna <laughs> leans over to Colette, who's closest to the guy who's handing out the cards. And she goes, oh, that's for you. Okay. She said it. She went, oh, those are for you. And I was like, okay. So I grabbed a couple. I was like, yeah, give those to me. I thought they were, like, gift cards, coupons, someone was going to give me half price at Taco Bell. I didn't know that I was going to be sh- seeing ass and titties all up on there with a number to call. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so, besides that, we also had a lot of fun. We also did random other things. So, on my bucket list for the longest time, I've wanted to go to an ice bar. It's just been something that I've really wanted to do. It just seemed so interesting and so much fun. And so as we're walking the Venetian, I see an advertisement for an ice bar. I'm like, oh, girls, we have to go. We have to go. So we were walking through the Venetian, looking at everything, then finally get to the ice bar, look at the prices, and then I'm like, look, can we please just do this? This is on my bucket list. And both of them reluctantly agreed. Yeah, we're like, a, no- a fucking ice bar? It's 40 degrees at home. Why do you want to go to an ice bar? <laughs> I just... I had different expectations. I had higher... He wasn't expecting ice. I I don't think he was expecting the whole thing to be ice. No, I was expecting the whole thing to be ice, but I was expecting it to be 90, like, negative 5 degrees. Not fucking 40 degrees. Because that's where we're at. It wasn't cold. It wasn't cold. It was just Literally, they gave you these, like, Eskimo jackets. Like, these big... They, They suited us up like we were going to fucking war. I was prepared to see some grenades. I thought we were going to see White Walkers. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. We were going to the fucking Westeros and Game of Thrones. I was I was about to think we were going to be inside of a Yeti cup. <laughs> but then, as soon as we walk in, I'm was like... Was that another Game of Thrones reference? It, yes. I can't fucking stand you. <laughs> I can't stand you. I'm on a Game of Thrones kick. I love it. Anyways, so 
we walk in, and immediately I'm just all, like, I'm excited. Like, there's glass, I mean, not glass, there's ice everywhere, because the whole place is made of ice, not glass. And when you get a drink, you get a cup that's made out of glass. Ice. Ice. I don't know why. Ice. It's just so see-through, so smooth, so nice. Um, Except for it was like a shot. First it was of like all, only held was, the, the fluid. The liquid shot. ounces were that of a shot. It was, yes, it was very small, and I paid fourteen dollars for it, and I was not happy. And then if you dropped your cup, I think you had to pay like five dollars to get another cup of ice. I'm even like, if it didn't shatter. Even if it didn't shatter. Yeah, anyway. girl wig. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was literally so. I mean, I love the experience, but it was kind of disappointing because at one point, I'm just it like... It was very underwhelming. I was like, fuck it. And I took the jacket off. I was like, I don't fucking need this. Like, I'm going to... Anthony's got his own coat. I got my own coat. <laughs> but no. And so, uh, I think I'm going to try it again, but like, I'm going to wait until I can go somewhere like Finland or something where it's like actually cold. Like, not somewhere where it's going to be artificial. Because if it's going to be just 40 degrees and not like negative five, I wanted it to be freezing. I couldn't even see my breath. I couldn't even see my breath. Oh, we also went to Madame Tussauds. That place was lit. It was a club. It was, it was popping. I, I loved that I place. I loved it. I loved it. I will admit, okay, so when we first were walking in, I thought we were actually going to a club. Because when you first go up, it's in this, like, escalator. Mm-hmm. And it's completely dark. And then there's, like, lights. And, like, there's, like, strobe lights. And strobe music lights, is bumping. And music is bumping. And you're like, oh, shit. You're is like, this oh, Madame Tussauds? Shit, or sh- I, I'm not wearing the right outfit, girl. <laughs> I'm like, mm, mm. It is so good. And then when you go up there, it's, like, fun. It's fantastic. The first thing you see is, like, a nightclub. And then the Steve Aoki. No. Is it? Steve. A. O. K. His wax figure was so It was so realistic. It was Oh my god, I thought he was there. I was like, oh my god, surprise! He is here! But let me tell you, some of those figures are so realistic looking. So at one point, I got separated from Anna and Colette. Colette and Anna are on the opposite side of the room. I'm looking at this sign, because I'm like a nerd, so I like really love entertainment and venues and shit like that. And I saw this sign, and it had like a QR code, and it was supposed to be like an interactive thing. I tried to do it, it broke. So, whatever. Uh, doesn't work. Um... And so I try to go back over to get with Colette and Nana, and there's a group that is in between us. Um, and I don't know how to, like, get through it, and I don't want to, like, be rude. And so I look at one of the people, I go, oh, I'm so sorry. And I scoot between the two of them, and then <laughs> turn around to double check. And it was fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt. That's who I but was. He, was he nice? He was so nice. He was Aww. very caring. He was. He. he I was love like, him. Oh, I'm so sorry. So. Gosh, I knew he would. I knew he would be polite. God bless him. God bless him. He's, he's a Missourian, after all. Is he? Yeah. Yes. Because his mom, we say that his mom has a place at the Lake of the Ozarks, and we're like, oh yeah, that's Brad Pitt's mom's house. It's probably not. It's like every big house we see. We're just like, that's Brad Pitt's mom's house. Never his house. Just always his mom. Just, just his More mom's. realistic. That's realistic. Well, besides getting drunk, that pretty much rounds out our uh, trip to Las Vegas. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, since we are talking about trips, how about let's make this episode about vacations and trips. Let's start off with trips to Lake of the Ozarks, since we were just talking about the Ozarks and Brad Pitt's mom having a house there. Don't you obviously go there often, because uh, you make that statement often yes obviously i go there a lot uh you know you've known me for a while so i, I think that you would know that i go there I do. but for the listeners 
Hello, my lovelies. I go to the lake a lot. Oh, my God. Anyway, so uh, I go to the lake a lot. We have, obviously, a lot of stories because I've been going down there since I was uh, came out the womb. But um, one story that is, like, pretty prominent that stuck with me actually just recently happened. Like, this last... It was, like, two summers ago. It doesn't really matter. So when you go down to the dam, they have, like, a bunch of stores and stuff like that. And a little backstory is that there's a store there. I'm not going to name names, you know, because already, we already got our, our money from them. But um, So there's a store there, and they had an, an incline that wasn't marked off, blah, blah, blah. And my nanny had fallen there and, um, like, broke a couple bones and stuff. And then that's, like, when she started to, like, like, health reasons, like, take, like, start to, like, really wear down. And, like, then it, she ended up passing away later. Um, but everyone blamed that. And anyway... Um, so they ended up getting, like, some money from this, uh, establishment, and so one day we went down there, my, I was with my cousin Mike and my dad and, uh, my cousin Steve, which is Mike's dad, and we're all down there, just a bunch of the cousins, there was obviously more people, but, you know, I'm not gonna not drop a bunch of names right now, but we're all in this store, and Mike popped off to me, and my dad grabs Mike and was like, you may talk to your fucking dad like this, but you're not going to talk to me like that. And so everybody in the store is like, uh, what the hell's going on? This kid, like, and then, and then obviously my dad and Mike made up like literally two seconds later, but, um, the store, the store owner comes over and he's like, you can't do that here, blah, blah, blah. And my dad's like, this doesn't fucking concern you. And, and Mike, Mike turns over and he goes, yeah, this doesn't fucking concern you. So now they were fighting, but now they're fighting with the owner. And it's just like an Italian thing to have have your family's back as soon as somebody starts popping off. You can be mad at each other, but the second somebody else comes at you, it's like, no, blood. So anyway, he starts yelling at the owner, and my brother's standing there, and uh, the owner's like, I'm going to call the police, and my brother's like, yeah, fucking call him. So he fucking does. Now the police are showing up, and we're like, oh, my God. So I take the little cousins, and I'm like, come over here. Let's go look at these T-shirts. Let's stand out of the way because I'm trying to buy a shirt, and I don't want them to know I'm with them because I'm about to get kicked out. So I'm standing there and I'm like uh, watching and my brother's yelling at the owner. Yeah, you remember us? You fucking remember us? And the guy's like, no, I don't know who the hell you are. And obviously they saw each other in court or whatever. And and uh, my my cousin Steve is standing in the background and uh, he's like, and you fucking killed her and you killed her. And then like it like starts to fade away a little bit. But then it like comes back. You killed her. And he's yelling at the owner that he killed some lady. And everybody in the store is like, who did the owner kill? Oh, my God. This is crazy. And I'm standing there like, holy shit. Like, some serious stuff's about to go down. So we ended up, like, evading the store as quickly as possible. And then we're running down the dam to try and get back on the boat. And uh, the police pull, like, pull up next to us as we're walking down the dam. And they're shining the lights on my cousin Mike. And he's like, he's, they're like, we need to talk to you. And he's like, me? And they're like, yeah, you. So he goes over there, and then his dad goes over there. And his da- his dad's on the shorter side. So whenever he's, like, talking, he, like, gets kind of loud also because we're Italian. But um, one of the cops, like, was, was like, trying to be, like, a tough guy. And he's like, he's like oh, you're going to you wanna fucking talk to me like that? To Mike's dad. And Mike's dad is short. And I'm like, I pulled out my phone and started recording. I'm like, Steve is about to die. I was like, this turned into something it should not have turned into. I'm about to witness a death. I'm going to send this to Fox 4 or M- NBC, whatever fucking channel likes the news. I don't know. I don't know any other news channels except whoever, for Fox 4. Whoever's local to Who's, Ozarks. Yeah, whoever is on the Ozarks Patrol, I don't care. But 
that was like one of the stories. There's a lot more stories. Like, <laughs> fuck, I had to slave over some deck. Like, there's there's been some stories, but that's one of them that like you can get some insight on like how my family acts and why I am the way that I am, why I like to fight people. I want you all to know that I have been trying to not laugh this entire fucking time that she's been telling the story because I've never heard this story before. So all of this is all, <laughs> all new to me. And knowing her family, it's absolutely on point, on character for all of them, on brand. It's hilarious. Do you have any, like, crazy family vacation stories? Um, nope. Can't say that I do. Uh, my family's very vanilla, very plain, very boring, so... But you've been on so many vacations, I feel like you would have at least, like, one crazy story. I've been on multiple vacations, I've been on multiple trips, but I've never had anything like that happen. Like, like I said, Las Vegas trip was the most fun trip I had, mm-hmm. but the least organized. Literally, I have itineraries, and I have But we down. did really have an itinerary. We did, like... The circle thing that goes up and you, like, party up at 300 feet up. <laughs> the whatever the observation hell. wheel. We did that. Yes. We did your flamingo brunch. Yes. We did but it wasn't all that, those things that, that you wanted. It was just but, like, things there were things you wanted, wanted to do. do. Yeah, but I normally that you had, wanted like, to do. Yeah, that I that wanted you wanted to do. do. Yes. I'm, I'm the one. But, like, normally I have, like, a, okay, so we're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. Yeah. So I've never had something... But that, also, I wouldn't say that you didn't. You don't need an itinerary to get in a fucking yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But that, that's also that's different about my family. My family is very we're Mexican. However, on my mother's side, they have been here multiple generations, so they've forgotten their Mexican side. They've just assimilated being white, and so they're the whitest motherfuckers. They're the ones that, you know, citizens arrest. They are the ones that would probably do that if they're like, hey, don't do that. That's not cool. So your family's calling the cops on my. Your family. my family would be the ones that would call. <laughs> your family okay they're so dry they don't drink like they're boring i don't do shit with them because well, who would want to hang out with them um so i'm gonna have a really hard time following up after you i mean it was just a story it was a story it wasn't really like a trip it was it was a... just like a place that i go so yeah. i wouldn't really even consider like a trip oh, shit, that wasn't really a trip because you have like a lake house yeah so it's like so that was just another story that was just a story <laughs> This podcast is whatever we want it to be. This is whatever we want it to be. Okay, but, like, so have you ever, like, almost not made it back from a trip? Oh, shit. You know what? Now that you ask. Yeah. Almost low-key, yes. Really? So, it was about four years ago. I don't remember. Whenever our sophomore year in college was. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous summer, I had worked at a summer camp in New York, upstate, and made really great friends. Like, lifelong friends. One Do you still them, talk to them? Yes. Still, okay. to this day. One of them lives all the way in California, and um, we became really good friends, and then during spring bake, I was talking to her. Spring bake? Spring bake. A, 420. (laughs) I had messaged her being like, hey, I don't really have anything planned right now for spring break. When is your spring break? Her happened to be coincided with ours, um, and she's like, do you want to hang out? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. So we planned a whole trip, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Great time. Absolutely fun. Enjoyed it. Uh, we went to Universal, we went to a whole bunch of shit, we did whatever, um, and then we went to Disneyland. And on the last day of our Disneyland tickets, we went and did stuff, and then I was going to go get us breakfast or lunch or whatever, and then this is right after we were done riding Indiana Jones. And so as I go in there to grab my wallet to pay, it's not in my fucking pocket. 
And at this time, I had one of the special, like, Travix material. Like, it's the same kind of, like, material that FedEx has, like, their yellow envelopes. It's not, like, manila envelope, but, like, that same kind of, like, rough material. That's how my wallet looked. But because it's so thin, it didn't really look like a wallet. And so I was like, fuck. And so I looked up and down, looked everywhere around the park. I couldn't find it. And all I did was I went to Adventure uh, Adventure Park, whatever the fuck. Um, and then Fantasy. Nothing. And so I was like, shit. So then I went to guest relations, uh, talked to someone, made a report with an officer, blah, blah, blah. And that was it. And I was like, shit, I'm not going to get my ID. I'm not going to get my wallet. I'm going to be so fucked. And the next day, I had to fly back to Kansas City. So I was freaking out that I couldn't get onto the plane because I don't have an ID. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And so we went back to the house. I was trying to fucking brainstorm, like, what am I going to do? I'm like, oh my God, I need to get there like three hours fucking early so I can talk to TSA, whatever. For some odd reason, in the backpack that I brought with me as my carry-on, my senior year ID from high school was in there. <laughs> no way. Of all, <laughs> all the fucking things I have in there. I don't even know how it was in there. It was a blessing disguise. I was like... That's that's what white people say that's when what... like bad things happen. <laughs> I told you we're whitewashed. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I was like, shit, this is the only form of identification I'm going to show to TSA. It's going to be a fucking two-year-old fucking photo of me in high school. It says Liberty High School with my name on it. So it was like, I hope to God this is going to work. Oh, my God. So I slept. Next day, woke up. And then we were about to head out to the airport. And then I saw a phone number that, from Anaheim. And I was like, oh, someone has to have my wallet. And so I answer it. And they're like, hi, is this so-and-so? And I'm like, yes. They go, hi, this is so-and-so from Disneyland. I just wanted to let you know, we found your fucking wallet. They said that? Yes. They were Holy like, shit. We they, were so, they were so surprised, they too. They were so surprised, too. And I was like, what? Because I was reading articles that says if you don't find it within the day that you lose it, SOL. It's gone. I found $20 at Disneyland once. Oh, shit. And then my fucking family just left me. I was in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> anyway. And so they were like, yeah, we have it. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, they are like, just come pick it up. I'm like, okay. So I told my friend, I'm like, hey, detour. We're not going to LAX. We're actually going to go to Disneyland and pick up my ID. So I go and run, get my ID. I'm so thankful. Everything is in there. It's still in there. The only thing, though, is that I had already canceled all my cards and ordered new cards, and it was shitty because I didn't have anything, you know, to buy anything with. I was like, whatever, we'll be fine. At the time, I had my Google card, though. My Google card still worked, so I could transfer money into that. So, I'm thankful. I get the wallet. Then we go to LAX, um, and so I make it home. However, I don't actually make it home that night. I make it home the next day because they offer up seats. Or, well... They had overbooked, and so they were looking for someone to give up their seat. And immediately I was like, hell yes, I'll do it. Because I was actually anticipating that. I was really wanting it. Because I was reading online how they would refund your part of the portion of the flight. Plus they give you X amount of, um, like, a, um, like a recovery. Not recovery. What is it? Funds to use Like later. a voucher? Yes, thank you. A flight voucher. Okay. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, perfect. So I went ahead and did that. So they refunded my flight, plus I got the voucher. So I had a, a, around 600 to $700 worth of, like, money from Southwest. And I was like, hell yes. And so, um, but then I found out that the next flight wasn't until 6 a.m. the next morning. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, well. And then so I was just expecting to sleep in LAX, whatever. So the lady, like, gets everything done. Bam, boom, whatever. 
Um, and then she hands me a card. She goes, okay, call this phone number, meet them at this place. They'll pick you up and take you to the hotel. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. You also, you know, get a free oh, uh, hotel. Exactly. I know. I was like, oh. So that's why you almost left me in girl. Vegas. That's why I almost left you in Vegas. Because, <laughs> because I knew that they would do that kind of shit. So I go, uh, and let me tell you, this hotel that they put me in, so nice. There's a jewelry store. In the hotel. So it was like the Tipton. It was real fucking nice. Yes, there was a jewelry store. There was like a big ass steakhouse. There was like this huge bar. Were Zach and Cody there? It was Zach and Cody had just moved out. Oh, shit. They, so they were on the cruise? They were on the cruise on the sweet life of the, what is it? The ocean suite. Yes. Okay. Whatever show that was called. Sweet life. Was, uh, sweet life, I think. Sweet sweet life. It was on deck. Sweet, sweet life, life on deck. deck. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> and so uh, I go there. I you know, check in. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. And then they go, okay, we just need a card so that we can um, place a deposit just in case there's any damage. Guess who doesn't have a fucking card because he fucking canceled everything because he lost his wallet. So I was thinking I could transfer money to my Google card. Transferred it. No, the money that they wanted was higher. But they had already took that money out of the card and it was already a hold. And I didn't have enough in my account to put more to actually hold it. So basically... Long story short, three hours later, I had to call my mom. There was a form that we had to send to her. She had to fill out this form, send it back, and then I had to get my room. So it was a pain in the ass, but I got $700 out of it, and I got a free room, and I went back home the next day. So I had a great trip. I almost didn't go home, but I did because the Lord loves me. Wherever she may be. Wherever she may be in her world tour. On her world tour. God bless the Lord. God bless the Lord. L-O-R-D-E. No, that was that was a great story. Thank you. But I mean, like, have you almost had a trip that you didn't make it back from? No, no. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm very eager to say I, yes. No. But I mean, like, died. No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I have almost died. Um, I was in Hawaii, and we went. Um, I was climbing a volcano, you know, because I'm athletic as fuck, and so I was climbing this volcano. And I, like, looked over, and I'm with my family, and I look over, and I see this girl sitting on the edge of this, like, it was like a, it was like a landing, but it wasn't a landing. Like, you clearly weren't supposed to be there because it was said, like, don't go over here. But I was like, she could do it. She doesn't look athletic. I'm more athletic than her. I play on, I play varsity basketball, JV stats. I'm athletic as fuck. So. She was Troy Bolton. I was Troy Bolton, but actually I was Drew Seeley. <laughs> she was Drew Seeley. Like, Troy Bolden was, like, the more athletic one, and Drew City wasn't allowed to be... Like, he was just the singer, so I was, like, the background. Right. So, like, second string. So, I was like, she doesn't look that athletic. I could just go down there real quick. I was like, Dad, I'm gonna run down there. You take a picture of me. Well, I'm, like, kind of, like... I'm, like, walking down, but I, like, kind of got a little sped up because it was, like, a little bit of an incline. Well, I slipped on a pebble. My ass was... I was being projected towards the edge of this fucking volcano. <laughs> I... And I, I, I went, and I stop on the edge. And I'm looking over the edge, and I turn my head over so slightly, and that girl's just staring at me. And I went, I went, hey, I'm just getting a picture. And I turn, and I turn around, my legs are shaking. I'm like, oh my god, I can't even stand my legs are shaking so bad. I literally almost died, like, flew off this fucking volcano, like, had to have, like, EMT. Like, I probably would have had a helicopter fucking come find my ass. I would have been so far down. And, um, my dad, my, my dad's up there. He's like, holy shit. Like he's shaking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at him and I smile and I go, 
take the picture. <laughs> he takes the picture and I run back up to him and I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, I almost just died. He goes, I know my balls hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I know that pain. I was like, really? Is that a pain that happens? Yes. If, like, when I'm watching movies or, like, playing a video game, if yeah. something, like, drastically happens yeah. and I'm like, oh, you can feel it. It is the worst. That's so weird. Oh my god, I would ever. not want to. Be, uh, no, oh my gosh. No, you have to. I don't do want balls. Birth. We have to deal with that every fucking day when we see something scary. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't want that. But anyway, I survived. I almost died. Also, that flight home, I had to take a Xanax because the plane wings. I could see them flapping like a fucking bird. It was so scary. Uh, that's the only probably the only reason I would ever go back to Hawaii is because the plane flight was so scary. My dad was like, "Here, take this Xanax." Well. Like, he wasn't, like, trying to drug me, but he was like, take the Xanax, it was your mom's, and it was from, like, 1995, so it, like, turned into powder the second it hit my mouth, and I was like, I was like, fuck! I was like, Jesus. So, I take it, and it knocked me out. We had a, we had our first flight, it was, like, seven hours or something, and then we had a connecting flight back to here. I don't remember the connecting flight. We got home, and I, like, I woke up, and they're like, we're home, and I was like, okay, we're gonna get on the connecting flight, and they're like, No. We already had that flight. And I was like, how did I, how did I get on this flight? They were like, your brother carried you through the whole airport. <laughs> I was like, nobody stopped you. And they were like, Are, is she okay? Nobody... I must have been knocked the fuck out. And I sleep with my eyes open. Well, so like, thought that you were fine. So they thought I was awake. They thought you were awake. Oh, they were shit, you're like, right. Oh, shit. She's, she's just, awake. She's she just, just doesn't want to walk. <laughs> she's just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those announcements. If you see something suspicious or someone carrying a suspicious package, Please let us know. And they're like, what the fuck is happening over there? Why is he holding her? You were a suspicious package. I was. But no, that story makes so much sense about the flight. <laughs> Looking back now at our trip to Las Vegas, because <laughs> there was one flight that there was so much t- turbulence. Nicolette was just so terrified. She did the sign of a cross at least a solid four or five times. If I'm dying, I'm going to heaven. She, she was so terrified. It was hilarious. I thought it was fine. I was completely like... There oh. was so much turbulence. There was there was a lot of turbulence. I like, was so scared. I don't I like flying. I wasn't. I love flying. I love turbulence. Like... Give me it. Give me a fucking lightning bolt through the fucking... It, they're built to be So we can end up like Manifest. Free. The show Manifest like where manifest. they come back like... How, how much... Five years later? Oh, shit. That's right. You know what? And I actually started watching, on our layovers, uh, I watched one episode of Manifest. It was Colette the entire time. I was like, it's going to be like Manifest. We're going to get stuck in the air. And then we're going to come back five years later. And then there's going to be shit wrong with us. So, it was a good show. I forgot that I actually watched it. You did watch it. I did watch yeah, it. Yeah, good show. Good show. It I makes me scared it. as shit to fly. It made her scared. Um, I, I don't it. like flying. Why? I wonder. I wonder what the stats are for people that enjoy flying to not to like the ratio, like enjoy flying to not enjoy flying. Right. I mean, flying is safer than I think. I think you get killed by cows more often than you could get killed by flying. You no, know, I didn't hear the cows, but I did hear the vending machines. But you know what? With the two uh, seven thirty seven max incidents, it may be a little bit high of a ratio now. But they never found those planes, right? No, we know where both of those. Where planes are they? Were. No, you're th- you're thinking about the Malaysian flight. No, there was these. Have you not heard? There's the France flight. I and know then, that they they grounded all the seven thirty sevens. You know why? Because there's already been two accidents. One was from France Air, and the other one was for I forgot whichever one then. Um, but both of them, the pilots. So it's basically long story short. There's a thing going on, and then the the plane will just 
turn itself to start fucking going to the ground. And then they crash. Well, shit. That's I a- did. And I think this that you're referring to. First of all, that's 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 scary, so scary. That's so scary. I don't I don't like fine. Cows. They're so scary. <laughs> Aren't they scary? Yeah. They're tongues. My dad eats cow tongue, and I think it's the most disgusting thing in my entire life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I meant I was talking. I was talking about the the flights, but uh, I thought you you meant to say you're more likely to die like in a car accident or something than you are in a plane. No, I'm pretty sure it's it's a cow. I'm pretty sure you're more likely to die well, than a cow. Well, spit me off some of these facts. Let I want I wanted to know some ratios and some some stats. Here. Um, okay, I have a I have a list right here. They don't contain cow, but there are other things. Um, so like n- number sixteen, you are more likely to die from a tornado. There's one in six thousand. Well, I chance. would believe that. Yes, I would believe that. Yes. Um, you have more chance of getting murdered. Uh, there's one in eighteen thousand of the chance. <laughs> I would, I would also believe that. <laughs> Believable. Um, let's see here. Giving birth to conjoined twins. One in 200,000 people die from that. Um, I'm just thinking, like, on, so wait. many people fly planes. The number one least likely, but, like, happen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Being born with an extra finger or toe. One in 500 people. Okay, but... One in 500. You know how many people fly in planes? One in 11 million people die while flying. Okay, so am I more likely... I want to know this. Am I more likely to win the lottery than to die in a plane? Yes. If no, then I'm not flying. No, yes. yes. I'll play the lottery, but I won't fly. (laughs) You're more likely to win a... Let me see here. Am I more likely... Am I? To date a millionaire. No, I don't want to date a millionaire. I want to be the millionaire that someone dates. Do you want to be... You could be dating a superstar, supermodel, same thing. Same, same thing. Um, you can meet someone who speaks Cherokee. There's one in 15,000 people who speak Cherokee. Don't you speak Cherokee? Uh, no, but I had a Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I hope you really enjoyed. Oh, this is the end? This is, this should be the end. This. <laughs> oh. Did you Anthony's want... just cutting us off. <laughs> he says, it's time to be done and we're done. It's so we're done. done. So we're done. Um, we have a lot. We have a lot more to say. We have more to say. But that's what other episodes are for. That's what other episodes are for. Because you know, if we just kept going on, we'd have hours and hours of content, and we have to. And save nobody that for wants our... to listen to that. No one wants to listen to that, but they do. We have to say that for our live content. Live? Once we, yeah. Once we start going touring, this is just the beginning of the rest of your life. Over and over, over and over. It's a RuPaul reference. God bless her. God bless. All right. We're going to leave you with a little advice, a quick wrap up, and just the tips. So, long story short, evade public family arguments, keep your wallet on you, don't try cow tongue, or do. It's whatever your personal preference is. And if you can dodge a wrench, you, you can, can dodge, dodge a dick. dick. Bye.